Welcome back to episode 98 of the Draft FC podcast. Welcome back to the Draft FC podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Draft FPL. My name is Mitch and I'm your host for another game week preview, going over waiver options, hidden gems and general Premier League chat ahead of game week 12. Now game week 11 has literally just finished with a cracking game between City and Liverpool that saw Liverpool surprise 1-0 winners and it's the first game of the season. Erling Haaland didn't register an attacking return so he's now stuck on a modest 15 goals and 3 assists for now. Plenty of clean sheets to be had from Brentford, Leicester and Palace, Wolves, Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, United and Newcastle and Liverpool of course and only 15 goals from the full contingent of weekend games. There are some notable injuries and suspensions to mention which could impact your waivers this week, which I'll go through in a moment. I'm recording this episode on Sunday the 15th of October, so any team news, injury developments or press conference information are up to date as of then and of course subject to change. Now of course the reason I'm recording this now is that we have a midweek game week squeeze between the two weekend sessions, which means the next waiver deadline is tomorrow evening. Thankfully we've only got nine games to discuss as Arsenal and City is postponed in order for Arsenal to fulfil their previous fixture with PSV in the Europa League. Some of the players I'll be discussing in this episode include keeper Ariza Balaga, Trippier, Joe Gomez and Rodrigo Bentanker and a few more, so let's get into it. So let's start with waiver watch the most wavered in and out players ahead of the last game week. The most brought in were Bruno Gamares and Almiron for Newcastle, Scamacha for West Ham, Billing and Eze. So some successful moves there and a few of those guys who I mentioned on the previous podcast. The ones that were making way were Anthony Gordon, who was suspended for that game at Spurs, Louis Diaz, who's injured, Isaac, who's injured till at least after the World Cup, Sergio Gomez and Joel Matip. Onto the fixtures and with these short turnarounds it's often more useful to think um, just to the fixtures at hand particularly as you may be plotting your waivers late in the day with limited time to plan. Brighton at home to Forest, Palace at home to Wolves, Bournemouth at home to Southampton and Newcastle at home to Everton are all the standouts for me both for an attacking and defensive point of view. Leicester Leeds is an interesting matchup. I generally feel if Leicester lose that game Rodgers will go but they're going to struggle without Madison who picked up his fifth yellow card and is now suspended for that game as a result. I'm not sure the suspension paves the way for a draft option, as I would imagine they go with some form of 4-4-2, a lineup in which I still wouldn't be convinced Jamie Vardy starts. On to the main picks then, and starting with uh, Keeper, who Potter seems to be sticking with over Mendy for now. He's had a very impressive display earlier today against Aston Villa. It was a big week for keepers across the board, and I don't doubt most players out there could probably afford to swap one of their average keepers for the Mercurial Spaniard if he's available on your waivers. Current ownership is just 7% in 18 leagues, but I felt it worth mentioning him at the top of the pile. Someone with far higher ownership up in the mid-70% is Kieran Trippier for Newcastle, second only behind Jao Cancelo for defenders and such a steady source of points with only two blanks from the opening 10 games. Newcastle now lead the way with Arsenal and City when it comes to clean sheets with five out of their 10. And Newcastle themselves now boast the best defensive record with just nine goals conceded in the season so far. The other main pick is Solanke for Bournemouth. His ownership is still quite low, just over 13%. Four attacking returns in two games for the Bournemouth striker and he's now chasing down Mitrovic's FPL points tally. For eight team leagues, he's undoubtedly uh, one of the top 24 strikers and should not be in the waiver pile, particularly as Bournemouth continues to have some good fixtures 
on paper over the next few weeks. On to the hidden gems, and the one I'm going to start with is Joe Gomez for Liverpool, ownership around 6% at the moment. Impressive display at home to City, and Liverpool follow that game up with another home game against West Ham in midweek, who have not really found their goal-scoring groove yet. Liverpool then have Nottingham Forest away, which is another good shout for a clean sheet, so get him tomorrow for what could be a very tidy week for the centre-back. Next is Ryan Sessegnon for Spurs. His ownership is around 9%. Now, away at Old Trafford isn't the greatest fixture on paper, but I think he will play on Wednesday as Perisic won't be able to play three games in a week and also hasn't really lived up to expectations so far as he's clearly looked a yard off the pace in the final third. Sessegnon clearly has the legs over him but needs some of the composure the Croatian had on the ball to really start hauling. All of the Palace defenders remain in Hidden Gem territory for eight team leagues um, and obviously got a clean sheet this week and would be very well placed to get two in a row at home to Wolves as mentioned earlier. Brighton were another one of those fixtures that I mentioned and uh, Webster is the main one in Hidden Gem territory. His ownership is just around 5% in eight team leagues and for their home game against struggling Forest could be worth picking up. Sven Botman for Newcastle had got another 90 minutes, clean sheet and a bonus point, and I expect Newcastle to continue with Botman and Shaw as their centre-back pairing. Burnett right back is still a little iffy with Target waiting in the wings, but you could also bet on him. Now, I'm fairly sure I called Philip Billing, Anthony Billing on last week's pod, um, but another attacking return for the big lab, moving him into the top 10 informed players for FPL points. And I'm sure he'll be on the list of most wavered in ahead of game week 12. Next, Rodrigo Bentancur Spurs. His ownership very low, just 2% in eight team leagues. And with Richarlison's injury and Kulisevsky still struggling to get fit again, Spurs will play a 5-3-2 for the next couple of games at least, with Hoiberg and Bentancur sitting in front of a sitting Eve Pesuma. In this setup, there is more onus on one of these two to contribute to attacks more consistently, and they tend to take it in turns in this setup. For me, it's a toss-up between the two of them, but Bentenker is more widely available across the draft universe, hence why I've raised him here. Another player I've mentioned a couple of times on the pods this season is Carvalho for Liverpool. Ownership just around 4%. Looked like Jota picked up a significant injury at the end of the City game, and with Darwin's erratic displays, Klopp may opt to give Carvalho a start from the left-hand side. Not one I'm confident in, but if you also own Darwin, he could provide you with good cover. Next is the most hidden gem section. So this is a player with less than 10% ownership in 16 team leagues. There were a few I put on the shortlist. Basuma, who I mentioned a second ago. A couple of Southampton defenders in Perud and uh, Kaleta Carr because Bella Kotchap came off with a shoulder dislocation. But the one that I think I'm going to go for is Issa Diop uh, for Fulham uh, because they've got a home fixture against Villa. Villa themselves hardly in free scoring form. And I guess it's in in some way trying to chase some of last game week's points too as uh, Diop got his first goal for Fulham. On the get rid list, uh, Isaac's in there for me at the moment. I think if he's out until after the World Cup, you probably can't afford to hold him. Um, now, obviously, Louis Diaz was up there on the most drop this week, but I would try and hold on to him until after the World Cup if I could. That obviously depends on the injury makeup of your squad elsewhere. Richarlison, still awaiting news on what's going on with his, uh, his calf injury, but doesn't look great. Um, so I would just hold for now. <laughs> So that's it for this episode. Uh, another short one, obviously not a lot of time to prepare or get this out in time for Game Week 12. A reminder that the waiver deadline is at 6 o'clock UK time on Monday evening. 
If you haven't already, make sure you go over to draftfc.co.uk and sign up for a seven-day free trial to access all of our amazing dashboards. In the interest of time, I'm not going to sell it too much on this episode, but just head over there and check it all out for yourselves. If you're a fan of the podcast, make sure you're subscribed on whichever platform you get your podcasts on. And if you need to reach out to us, do follow us on Twitter at draft underscore FC. This is another good way to keep up to date on the comings and goings at Draft FC and also to get in touch with us should you need to. Given the tight turnaround, I will endeavour to get to the messages as best I can tomorrow, but can't make any promises for this week. With that tight turnaround, there will 100% be one or two in your league who forget the waivers tomorrow. So make sure you at least get a leg up on them by penciling some in. Best of luck ahead of those midweek games. And as always, stay shook. Stay shook.